Hi guys, my name is Erica and welcome to I Read the Whole Bible Every Year community. We are a community that brings awareness to biblical illiteracy and we endeavor to eradicate fear and intimidation out of reading God's word. We do this by providing biblical resources and tools to help myself and you become more proficient Bible readers. Welcome everyone out there on Facebook and YouTube and to all the replay viewers, thank you for joining us. Also Twitter, we're starting Twitter today. So today, and I'm bouncing back and forth. (laughs) Oh, wow. Today is day 337, and I'll be reading from the King James Version. I'll be reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 through 7. So before I get started, let me say a prayer. Father in heaven, most righteous, most holy, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we give you glory, honor, and praise belongs to you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and your everlasting love. We thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Nisi, our banner, Jehovah Rapha, our healer, and Jehovah Shalom, our peace. I thank you that you are Emmanuel, God with us. I pray that everyone listening under the sound of my voice, that their lives be transformed, that their minds be renewed, and that wisdom, revelation, understanding be received in Yeshua's name. So we're starting a new book today. We're starting, um, well, actually not starting it today, but we're in a new book. And I like to give a little backdrop about a new book when we start a new book. So we are in 1 Corinthians. And 1 Corinthians is about a lot of fighting, rumors, factions. Um, All of this is here in 1 Corinthians. There's a few other books of the scripture reveal the human weaknesses of Christians as vividly as this book does. And some other topics that are including um, how do you deal with the sex Praise society, divorce, when it's justified, can Christians sue each other? So just get ready. You're about to encounter God's perspective on some hot topics. You'll also read about how the church must seek unity as we learn to love one another with all of our shortcomings. And in the process, you'll see how the church can impact today's world. Now, the person who wrote this book is the Apostle Paul. He's writing to Christians in Corinth at an important commercial city in Greece. So, two or three years after leaving the church, he started in Corinth. Paul heard disturbing reports, strife, and division were seriously threatened in the young church. Some had become spiritually arrogant, leading to further problems such as sexual misconduct, wrongs against other believers, and abuse of spiritual gifts and misunderstanding of basic Christian teachings. Paul wrote this letter to restore balance to the church. And it's probably written about 55 AD as the close of Paul's three-year stay in Ephesus. So today's reading in chapter four, uh, we're going to hear 
or actually read about Paul's appeal and his warning in chapter 5. We're going to be dealing with incest. Chapter 6, lawsuits among believers and sexual immorality. And then chapter 7 is going to cover concerning the married life. Okay, now that I've gotten that all the, out of the way and I've got all kinds of devices here in front of me, I should have taken a picture of my setup, um, but I'm going to go ahead and go back into my program here and get started with the reading for today. Um, as I mentioned that we're making some changes in the Bible reading community and working out a lot of kinks and hoping to be able to broadcast to you at certain times and be consistent with that. So you're going to see some changes. And we're adding more people and adding more components to the Bible reading um, community for the upcoming year of 2022, God willing. Okay, so I've got my Bible in front of me. Let me go ahead and get started with... 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judge of you or of a man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self. For I know nothing by myself, yet am I not hereby justified. But he that judgeth me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness, and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts, and then shall every man have praise of God. And in these things, brethren, I have in a figure transferred to myself and to Apollos for your sakes, that ye might learn in us not to think of men above that which is written, that no one of you be puffed up for one against another. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive. Now if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hast not received it? Now ye are full, now ye are rich. Ye have reigned as kings without us. And I would to God ye did reign, that we also might reign with you. For I think that God hath set forth us the apostles last, as it were appointed to death, for we are made a spectacle unto the world, and to angels, and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but ye are wise in Christ. We are weak, but ye are strong. Ye are honorable, but we are despised. Even unto this present hour, we both hunger and thirst and are naked, and are buffeted, and have no certain dwelling place. And labor, working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless being persecuted, we suffer it. 
Being defamed, we entreat. We are made as the filth of the world and are the offscoring of all things unto this day. I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you. For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, ye have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore, I beseech you, be ye followers of me. For this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, who is my beloved son and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ. And I, as I teach everywhere in every church. Now some are puffed up as though I would not come to you, but I will come to you shortly if the Lord will, and will know not the speech of them, which are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. What will ye, what will ye? Shall I come unto you with a rod or in love and in the spirit of meekness? Chapter 5. It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you and such fornication as it is not so much as named among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. And ye are puffed up, and have not rather mourned that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I verily, as absent in body but present in spirit, have judged already as though I were present concerning him that hath so done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we are gathered together and my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, to deliver such an one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Your glorifying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaven the whole lump? Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous or extortioners, or with idolaters. For then must ye needs go out of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous, covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner with such an one know not to eat for what have i to do to judge them also that are without do not ye judge them that are within but them that are without god judgeth therefore put away from among yourselves that wicked person 
chapter 6. There any of you having a matter against another, go to law before the unjust and not before the saints. Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels, how much more things that pertain to this life? If the ye, if then ye have judgments of things pertaining to this life, set them to judge who are least esteemed in the church. I speak to your shame. Is it so that there is not a wise man among you? No, not one that shall be able to judge between his brethren. But brother goeth to law with brother, and that before the unbelievers. Now therefore there is utterly a fault among you, because ye go to law one with another. Why do ye not rather take wrong? Why do ye not rather suffer yourselves to be defrauded? Nay, ye do wrong, and defraud that your brethren. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Meats for the belly, and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God hath both raised up the Lord, and will also raise up us by his own power. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Chapter 7. Now concerning the things whereof ye wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. 
Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence, and likewise also the wife unto the husband. The wife hath not power of her own body, but the husband, and likewise also the husband hath not power of his own body, but the wife. Defraud ye not one the other, except it be with consent, for a time that ye may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan tempt you not for your inconsistency. But I speak this by permission, and not of commandment, for I would that all men were even as I myself. But every man hath his proper gift of God, one after this manner, and another after that. I say therefore to the unmarried and widows, it is good for them if they abide even as I. But if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn. And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband. But, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried, or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. But to the rest speak I, not the Lord. If any brother hath... Let me read that again to be clear. So verse 12. But to the rest speak I, not the Lord. If any brother hath a wife that believeth not, and she be pleased to dwell with him, let him not put her away. And the woman which hath an husband that believeth not, and if he be pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Else were your children unclean, but now are they holy. But if the unbelieving depart, let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases, but God hath called us to peace. For what knowest thou, O wife, whether thou shalt save thy husband? Or how knowest thou, O man, whether thou shalt save thy wife? But as God hath distributed to every man, as the Lord hath called every one, so let him walk. And so ordain I in all churches. Is any man called being circumcised? Let him not become uncircumcised. Is any called in uncircumcision? Let him not be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing, but the keeping of the commandments of God. Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. Art thou, art thy, art thou <laughs> called being a servant? Care not for it, but if thou mayst be made free, use it rather. For he that is called in the Lord, being a servant, is the Lord freeman. Likewise also, he that is called, being free, 
is Christ's servant. Ye are bought with a price. Be not ye the servants of men. Brethren, let every man wherein he is called, therein abide with God. Now concerning virgins, I have no commandment of the Lord, yet I give my judgment as one that hath obtained mercy of the Lord to be faithful. I suppose, therefore, that this is good for the present distress, I say, that it is good for a man so to be. Art thou bound unto a wife? Seek not a wife, but, and if thou marry, thou hast not sinned? And if a virgin marry, she hath not sinned. Nevertheless, such shall have trouble in the flesh, but I spare you. But this I say, brethren, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that have wives be as thou or though they had none. And they that weep as though they wept not, and they that rejoice as though they rejoiced not, and they that buy as though they possessed not, and they that use this world as not abusing it, for the fashion of this world passeth away. But I would have you without carefulness, he that is unmarried, careful for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he that is married careth for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. There is difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she that is married careth for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. And this I speak for your own profit, not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is comely, and that ye may attend upon the Lord without distraction. But if any man think that he behaveth himself uncomely toward his virgin, if she pass the flower of her age, and need so require, let him do what he will. He sinneth not, let them marry. Nevertheless, he that standeth steadfast in his heart, having no necessity, but hath power over his own will, and hath so decreed in his heart that he will keep his virgin, doeth well. So then, he that giveth her in marriage doeth well, but he that giveth her not in marriage doeth better. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth, But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will, only in the Lord. But she is happier if she so abide after my judgment. And I think also that I have the Spirit of God. Well, guys, that concludes my reading for today. Again, my name is Erica, and you're listening to I Read the Whole Bible Every Year community. Make sure that you follow us again on all of our social media. You can follow us on our podcast, 
at IRTWBEY365 Podcast. You can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Also, please visit our website at IReadTheWholeBibleEveryYear.org. I also invite you to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, under the name I Read the Whole Bible Every Year. And lastly, on Clubhouse, under the club name, Doing Life God's Way. Before I get out of here, let me say a prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for this word that has gone forth. We thank you that you are Emmanuel with us, God with us. I thank you that you have given me this Bible reading community to steward over. Lord, I ask that every step of the way that you help me as I continue to yield to your obedience to bring the gospel to the four corners of the world. Sharing the good news, preparing your people for your coming. I do not take this mandate lightly. I thank you for all the readers and I thank you for every new reader, every volunteer, every listener. I thank you, Lord, for them. I thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Nisi, our banner, Jehovah Rapha, our healer, and Jehovah Shalom, our peace. And I thank you that you are so gracious, so loving, so merciful. In Yeshua's name, I pray. I pray that you keep all listeners, all your people safe from harm, that they be healthy and strong. In Yeshua's name, I pray. Amen. All righty. I am going to get out of here. I was able to get through the broadcast without with very minimal distractions. Um, just keep me in prayer, if you will, and the rest of our readers and the community as we will do the same towards you. Alrighty, have a wonderful day. God bless you. Grace and peace.